sharing news and community information that truly matters to you for Michiana. This is Michiana 101 with Sylvia Stark.
He did his time. I remember him officially going to jail and prison when I was nine. And so that meant that I grew up my whole life without my dad. And then he would send money over from where he was at. He would send his gifts. He would go visit him. And he's been as far as almost to Kentucky, Miami County, Wabash County. But through his difficult times, he was able to turn his life around and he was in jail and prison up until the year 2010, which would have been the year that I was supposed to graduate college. But I wanted to wait until 2011 so that way he could attend my first college ceremony. He's done missed out on all my graduation since then. And so God only knows what we're going through. He knows our struggles and our battles. He knows more about us than other people do. But through the difficulties that my dad has lived, he has not, to my knowledge, has not touched a drug since he's been out. Every once in a while, he will get an alcohol, but that's not often. But God knew exactly where he needed to be. He knew that he had to serve the time for the crime he committed but one thing that he always did, he always provided and sent money over for us kids and made sure that we had everything we needed, even though he was struggling himself. He went to college in prison and got some Bible, biblical studies um, degrees. He was working in the kitchen. And so what little money he did receive, he would make sure that if we needed something, it would be sent home. So my mom was well taken care of. So yesterday I talked about my mom with the other day with I can imagine, which was played at her funeral. But my dad is retired and he's alive and kicking. He's been in and out of the hospital for random things. He was supposed to have emergency surgery about a couple years ago. Didn't need it. And so it's been it's a walking miracle. He's been in a few accidents, survived. He's been issues with exes and walked out of it god knows god knows the minute we walk out of this house what our life is so as you anticipate and, and listen to the song god only knows you will know that god is there he's there through everything he's there when no one else is we all have a testimony that we can live out and god only knows what that testimony is take care and have a wonderful day Of love. How many minutes are in a year? There are 525,600 minutes in a year. That is plenty of time to make a difference in somebody's life or to share your Jesus story, your testimony. But we can all make time for our Lord and Savior in that 525,600 minutes. One of the simple things that I do is every morning I have the Bible app on my phone. And so I'm able to see a daily message 
And so that means I approximately will receive 52 weeks worth of daily scripture verses a year. And sometimes our minutes and hours we have in a day are not enough. But you can take a few minutes out of your day to thank the Lord for waking you up. You could take a few minutes out of your day to live for his glory. So at Seasons of Love, they tell you, how do you measure love? How do you measure it? Do you measure daylights and miles, cups of coffee, all that? But if there's 525,600 minutes a year, how often do we slip in, slide, and not live out the word of Jesus? We're all guilty of that. We all could do a little better by making time for our Lord and Savior. We can make time for our friends. We make time for work. But we don't make time for anything else. Any given moment could be your last. So out of them, 525,600 minutes, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, when was the last time you thought about what have I done for Lord today? What have you done for the Lord today? Think about what you have done for the Lord today and see if you could spread Jesus more than that one moment of the day. Seasons of love. Seasons of love. 525,600 minutes a year. How often do you spread the love of Jesus? Could you take time for him today? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us listeners here from near and far, from all over the world, wherever they're listening in. You know the needs. Be with everyone who is suffering physical needs, emotional needs, social needs, mental needs, and spiritual needs. You know the needs of us all. You know more than we know of ourselves. We pray that you continue to walk beside everyone in the journey that they're facing. We pray for the ones who are being hit with burdens left and right. We know that some people are suffering from flooding right now in the Tuck area and now Texas. We know that there's World War Threes going on, semi-World War Threes going on in Ukraine and Russia. There's a lot of hatred and justice going on within the world. But let us remember that in the end, it's in your hands. Help us to know that we can turn to you for anything and everything. In these names I pray. Amen.
vocal about the death of Cottrell and the push for a new mental health crisis response unit responding to today's findings. WSBT 22's Ann LaRie spoke with leaders from the organization today. She's at the live desk for us now. And they told you this incident shows the need for a better mental health crisis response team. Meanwhile, South Bend police and city leaders say this particular case went too far for a crisis team to intervene. Faith in Indiana says Wednesday's findings from July's officer-involved shooting show the response from South Bend police was not enough. The video just released also shows a police mediator was on scene talking with Dante Cottrell in the moments leading up to his death. The organization is renewing its call for mental health professionals to be on scene for calls like Cottrell's. I think that, that um, they really didn't explore any options. Um, what they kept telling Pastor Williams is this is procedure, this is protocol. Basically, we got this. And um, they didn't explore whether or not they could have approached it in a different way. South Bend police say this situation and many others like it simply aren't safe without police presence. Mayor James Mueller says using defenseless citizens creates a potentially unsafe situation. You know, the question is, you know, why, why not the mobile crisis team and why are police uh, the ones to respond? And I mean, this is a, a very simple uh, point. Not only will they not. Um, it's just something we're not going to put, it would be irresponsible for us to be putting unarmed uh, folks in the harm's way without any way of defending themselves. Police say in Cottrell's case, the threat with what appeared to be a weapon forced officers to use lethal force. But Faith in Indiana tells me situations like these are more reason to bring in a mental health professional. Their goal moving forward is to find a model that works for both South Bend Police and a mental health crisis response team. I think Faith in Indiana will work with anybody who comes to the table. The city says it does plan to work with groups like Faith in Indiana and that right now it is collaborating with the 911 center to help move some calls in the direction of mental health professionals. At the live desk, Anne Lurie, WSBT 22 News. It is literally a matter of life or death whether they get this food or not for a lot of them. The goal is to package 550,000 meals for families starving all over the world. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reports it's the 11th year of Meals from Michiana that has helped the battle with world hunger. After not being able to meet for two years, the group knows the struggle for food has only gotten harder. Acting as the middleman for each table, Austin Abbott said picking up the first full box was exciting, something he looked forward to. It was fun doing it the first time. feels good helping out kids that are less fortunate than we are. And it's great doing it this time because now we're older and now I get to help carry stuff this time. Each package gets rice, soy, and dehydrated veggies. If one person got one meal, it would be 550,000 people. There's six meals in a packet, so a lot of times families will get a box, and so that, that packet will feed a family, and uh, it goes a long way. Students from Prairie Heights got the chance to help. Organizers hope that by watching a video of kids their own age struggling to eat, they will see the impact they are making, but they know that will come in time. When we're young, we don't realize how the world works. In fact, our world is our immediate area, and we don't 
realized when we were young that it is a big world with a lot of people in it. But only a few have actually seen the look in the eyes of kids getting the help. In Haiti, this is where I've experienced this, they treated us like royalty. Um, if just, just because we were bringing them a box of food. Packaging the meals helped the volunteers understand no one is immune to needing help, whether that's someone local or around the world. In Haiti, there are no resources. It's every man and woman child for themselves. The government will not do anything. So it makes this, what we do here, that much more important. It's important to see the, the greatest needs being met, but I know that there are so many needs going on in the world right now that it's just, we hope to make a dent in making a difference in people's lives. Today's event had a heightened level of emotion as they honored one of their own, John Gokenauer, who helped bring this to the area, passed away last year. Today allowed them to make sure his memory continued to live on with the mission. In Shipshawana, DJ Monitor, WSBT 22 News. School districts in our area expect more families will apply for free and reduced meals this year, and it's not too late for you to fill out the application. That's right, because meals for every student in the U.S. were free. In the past two years, districts say fewer people applied. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean looked into the numbers for today's Operation Education. <laughs> Whether a student qualifies for free and reduced lunch is based on household size and family income. Some automatically qualify if they receive certain benefits, but those families may still need to fill out an application. Even if your school district is providing free breakfast and lunch to all students this year, your household should still apply. That's because those families and students could qualify for help with textbooks. School districts have seen a decline in the number of households that qualify for free and reduced meals. Some school leaders say this is because fewer people applied, likely because the federal government was feeding all students due to the pandemic. See for yourself, we crunched the numbers. Here's a look at the numbers in districts that see the most need. For example, in South Bend, 73% of students in South Bend Community Schools qualified for free and reduced in 2018. In 2022, 61% qualified. Now, in School City, Mishawaka, in 2018, 65% of students qualified. Compare that to 55% this past school year in 2022. In Elkhart Community Schools, 66% of students qualified in 2018. Compare that to 53% in 2022. And in Goshen Community Schools in 2018, 65% of students qualified compared to 54% in 2022. These numbers help determine not only how many students get financial help paying for meals, but other funding is also tied to a school district's free and reduced meal numbers. Plus, getting an accurate count can help school districts better understand its student population. The application, because that gives us valuable data to really identify what is that specific um, need based on poverty and other um, guidelines that we use um, to inform kind of what is the need in our area. But oftentimes, a school, the higher the school's free and reduced lunch rate, uh, the lower the sort of standardized test, uh, assessment test scores are. Um, and you can see that in our, in our local area when you look at both South Bend, Mishawaka, Penn, uh, go across the state line. The, the higher the rate of poverty, typically the lower the test score. And so that's part of the reason that those federal grants are tied to that because they want to provide the extra supports that are necessary to try to bring up 
those areas uh, that potentially need it more. The entire South Bend Community School Corporation has been approved for the community eligibility provision, which provides meals to all students in the district. It's for districts and schools in low-income areas. There's certainly a need in South Bend schools. The free and reduced rate for this year is pretty high. For example, Madison Steam Academy and Nooner Fine Arts Academy have high free and reduced rates. Two schools within Elkhart Community Schools have been approved for this CEP program. Still, even in those districts, if there's a need, families should still apply. I'll put a link on this story on our website to make sure you have access to apply for free and reduced meals and to make sure that no kids go hungry this school year. In Mishawaka, Kristen Bean, WSBT 22 News. Just a reminder, this Saturday, August 27th, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. in Goshen at Shaken Park, you will be able to touch a truck. This is a free event that provides a unique opportunity for children to explore their favorite vehicles in a safe and supervised environment. Vehicle types may include public service, emergency, utility, construction, and more. The occupying personnel will teach the children about the vehicles and how they benefit us and our community. From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. will be a noise-free time for individuals with sensory impairments. For more details, you can contact 574-534-2901, and that will get you in contact with Goshen Parks and Recreation. Also on Saturday at 9 a.m., there will be a parade that will start by Hawthorne Elementary, and it will travel down South 6th Street. It will end up downtown at Central Park. Starting at 11, Central Park will be having an event going on, and it is a free event. There will be a musical guest there, food trucks, and more. If if you would like to be a part of the parade, or you want to see the parade, just hop on down to South 6th Street so you can see the parade or just meet downtown at 11 a.m. for the event happening downtown at 11 a.m. at Central Park. Elkhart, Indiana. Coming up October 1st at that church on the rise will be a concert put on by Unspoken with comedian Mikey Bell and featuring a local band, all four generations. And they are located at 28082 County Road 4 in Elk, Indiana. I just happen to know the wife of one of the lead musicians of the band. And they are fantastic. If you would like to attend their performance, it would only cost $20 for general admission. Get your tickets now, and the show will start at approximately 7 p.m. And for more information about that, you can connect with them at For All Generations Facebook page to get a little bit more information on what's happened. Take care. Hmm. Would you like to learn some valuable life-saving skills? You can participate in the Cornerstone Church of Argos and the Marshall County Amateur Radio Club. And this is an entry-level technician ham radio class. 
You're able to participate in hidden transmitter hunts. Get your tech license to participate in local amateur radio activities. You can make new friends while talking on area ham, VHF, and UHF repeaters. You can download the Echo Link phone app to connect with ham radio stations worldwide. Participate in the amateur radio emergency service and provide public service communications for special events within your community. And you become a radio amateur civic civil emergency services volunteer and provide communications to support your local emergency management agency. The dates for this will be it will happen on Mondays starting September 19th and running to November 7th for approximately eight weeks. And the time will be 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Located at Cornerstone Church of Ages, which is one mile west of US 31 on State Road 10. And their address is 11525 State Road 10 in Argos, Indiana. They will be using the HamBraderSchool.com technician license book for the course. The cost will be $20, $35, which includes the approved textbook. Or you can pay $15 if you already own the copy of the Basic for Beginners. To register, call Greg Hachel, which is W9GND at 574 29730 or email MacArc at yahoo.com and that is MCARC at yahoo.com to let him know if you want to take the class. Registration payment must be received no later than Saturday, September 10th, and that is for anybody in Argos and Marshall County. some helpful reminders when it comes to being in the dark alone for both ladies as well as men. Make sure you fill up your gas tank before sunset. Always keep an extra phone charger with you. Park in well-lit areas. Always look in your back seat. After parking, don't just sit. Lock your door as soon as you get in and leave. Do not park next to the van. If you have to leave, enter your car from your passenger door. If a man or woman is sitting in the car next to your parked car, go back inside and help someone walk you out. Always use the elevator, no stairways. Keep your heads up and your phones down and just beware. This is part minor for both men and women. Most likely is applied to ladies. But men can also be victims of craziness. There are also victims of physical emotional abuse, but it's not talked about. Those are some ways to keep you and others safe around you. Take care and hope you can learn about safety reasons. Here is a life lesson. Keep driving. A young woman was driving with her father and they ran to a storm. The young woman asked her father, what should I do? Her father told her, keep driving. The cars began to edge. The storm was getting worse. What should I do, Dad? Keep driving, replied her father. Go ahead. A trailer was pulling up as well. She said, Dad, should I stop? 
It's terrible and everyone is stopping, her father said. No, keep driving. Now the storm was stronger, but she obeyed her dad. And as soon as she could see a clearing ahead. After a couple of kilometers, she was again in a quiet, calm, and sunny area. Her father told her, now you can stop and go out, she said. But why now? He told her, when you go out, look back. All the people who surrendered are still in the storm. You did not give up, and your storm is behind you. If you are going through hard times, remember, even if everyone else, even the strongest, stops or gives up, you keep going because soon your storm will end, and the sun will shine and shine on you again.
You have been listening to Michiato 101 with Sylvia Stark. If you have a story or item to share, message her on our Facebook group. News Source 1 Michiana. Until next time, remember to stay safe and most importantly, Jesus loves you. Accept him as your Lord and Savior.